There is a library that exists at the nexus where all other universes collide. Inevitably, things wind up there by mistake. Books, artifacts, people. This is the place where things from all universes end up when they get lost. This is the Eternity Archives. everyone welcome to the attorney archives an actual play podcast where we play as archivists who try to protect the thread of reality my name is bappy my pronouns are they them and this arc we're playing kids on bikes before we continue with that though let's have my co-hosts and guests introduce themselves with this icebreaker question what kind of teen were you Hi, my name is Ziva. My pronouns are she, her, um, and I play Linda, the human office lady, who is definitely uh, the kind of teen who would like rip pages out of Tiger Beat and uh, put them on her walls and ceiling with scotch tape. Um, but me personally, I was definitely the nerdy teen. I know that's a huge surprise um, because you're listening to my tabletop podcast. There's no way that you ever would have guessed that I was a big nerd. But um, I was a big nerd. I, I went to like nerd school. I wanted to start a podcast before it was cool. This was like 2006 <laughs> or seven. I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. And then I didn't. But look at you now. Yeah, but look at me now. Um, I taught at least a couple of my friends to to play D&D. Like me. Yeah, like you. And uh, I would not ever stop talking about Wheel of Time. So if basically if you just imagine me now, but more concentrated, that's the kind of teen I was. Nothing's changed. Nope, basically no, not. <laughs> You've chilled out a little bit. Yes, yes. I'm I'm a little I'm a little chiller. Uh, and hopefully I make better decisions than I did when I was a teen. That's my wish for everyone. <laughs> so I'm Dorka. My pronouns are she, her. I play Zen, the lizard lady, who has a hard enough time being a human without having to also be a teenager. What kind of teen was I? I was also a nerd. I played the trumpet in the marching band. I also went to a special fancy science school, and I would secretly watch Star Trek DVDs at night under my covers. Yeah, and I was learning D&D from Ziva and uh, helping her make goofy flash videos about Wheel of Time. Oh, geez. Don't bring up that cursed memory. This is some, some true depths. Uh, hi, I am Kat. I am the host king of Sword of Symphonies, and I am here to help. My pronouns are she, they. I play normal human Magnolia, who knows where babies come from. And this is going to be surprising on one count and not surprising on the second count. So the obvious one is Weeb. <laughs> yeah. Did the anime club thing. I was actually kind of an alpha nerd. Like you beat up the other nerds or? I was the accepted with the exception of our D&D group because our GM was like A, the DM and B, like six feet tall, even in middle school. But in, other than that, I was usually the alpha nerd. But the thing is. I was an extremely surly and miserable teenager. Oh, no. 
And that's how I became the alpha nerd, because I was just a jerk. And I didn't like people very much, and I was not very friendly. But somehow everyone wanted to do what I said anyway. That's probably why they wanted to do what you said. Yeah, because I was tall and mean, and I didn't understand at the time, but tall and mean is pretty much everybody's taste in femmes. <laughs> I think we have to cancel Cat now. Yeah. I know, I know. I, 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 I've mellowed out significantly as, as an adult, I think. Uh, true story. We're all, we're all definitely letting Cat on the podcast right now because they bullied us, because they're tall and mean. Yeah, they were tall and mean. Bully, bully. Mean to us. Kat is still <laughs> king of the nerds. Woo! I get, I fight them. Yeah, I was. Uh, there's like smart nerds, and then there's like nerds who are just like social rejects, kind of. And that's the kind of nerd I was, <laughs> where I like, I was like the band slash drama nerd without ever doing band or drama. So, take that as you will. <laughs> Babby, the word for that is slacker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. Uh, so nothing's changed, really. So much so much has changed, yet so, so much stays the same. It is life. What a crazy, beautiful, I don't know. Anyway. There are no endings or beginnings to the Wheel yes. of Time. Yeah. It's so poetic. <laughs> uh, this is... <laughs> Important note for for all of our listeners who are below the age of 30. It's very important to note that when you turn 30, it turns out you just turn 15 again, but with twice the experience. So true, bestie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The older you get, the more you just turn into your teen self, um, but you're able to like socialize in public and like buy things on purpose. So look forward to that. You learn how to call your doctor. Yeah, that part's overrated, but you know. That part sucks, yeah. Bad example. That's what Teladoc is for. I'm going to text my doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's go play some kids on bikes. I am ready to be a kid again. Let's do it. All right. uh, So before we move on to the next part, I'm going to give you guys Thalia's traits or aspects or whatever you want to fucking call them. So I'm just going to give them all to you. And if someone feels like tapping into one of the traits, just let me know. And then we will head in that direction. She has heightened senses, hearing, sight, and smell. She can commune with nature, wind, animal, Shit like that. She can shapeshift, like animal shapeshifting. She is wanted. There are multiple groups after her. She is respected by those on the outskirts of town that she colloquially referred to as the salt rim. And she can also control plant growth. So those are the aspects that we have right now. See, like, if a player's aspect was this character is wanted, how the hell are they supposed to control that? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> we have beef. This uh, after game discussion is going to be bonkers. My pre game discussion was also bonkers because <laughs> I was just angry. I don't have beef anymore. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian. You're vegetarian. <laughs> uh... <laughs> all right. So you all head into town or at least the outskirts of town. So I did say that Linda has a car. But just to be clear, I don't know how she could have possibly brought a car with her from the library. In her backpack. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she just got car keys in there and they just go to a car. Oh, I assumed we were going to do crime. 
Yeah, I assumed we were going to do crime as well, but I'm happy to leave that to your discretion. Oh, I thought you had a car. Okay, you're going to do crime. Okay. Well, then explain to me how you're going to do crime. (laughs) So as they walk out of the woods, there's a bunch of cars parked nearby because I'm assuming there's one of those like hiking trailhead parking lots. Yeah, there's a trailhead there with some parking. And so one of the cars that is parked there is a little blue convertible and Linda sees it and immediately falls in love with it because it's a convertible. You can go ahead and just get in it, Um, but (laughs) she is going to have to figure out how to actually start the vehicle. Is there any reason that any of us would know how to hotwire a car? (laughs) Jesus Oh, wait, I'm going to go ahead and use our powered character. So Linda's going to turn to Thalia and say, so I know this is a little bit of an ask, but you can do that thing uh, you do with vines and plants and other things that sort of scare me a little bit. Is there any chance that one of the things you know how to make with a vine is a lockpick or a key or anything of that sort? I mean, yeah, I can. I can try. I can. Uh, I mean, I've never had to. I thought you said you had a car. Well, um, you know, it's in the shop, and I think that this is probably more important than waiting for it. So if you could do me a solid, that would be wonderful. I promise we're not normally criminals. This is a one-time thing. Okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, I can I can try. I want to make her roll for this. What, do you, what stat do you think this is? Wouldn't this just be like her powered thing? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Okay. I'm going to remind you of the mechanics of this game. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad you remember because I do not. It's the inexplicable 2d4. Yes. Okay. I'm going to set the difficulty. I'm going to put it at a six. And my reasoning is because she is experienced with making plants grow and stuff. She is not experienced at making keys and lock picks with them. So that's why it's going to be a little bit more difficult, but not as difficult as it could be. So, Ziva, why don't you go ahead and roll me 2d4? Okay. I don't know why it's not just 1d8. That's what 2d4 is. (laughs) I rolled a 2 and a 3. Okay. So, that took one psychic energy token. Would you like to add another psychic energy token, bringing the total back down to 5 and bumping that up to a 6? Yes. Okay. So, we have five psychic energy tokens left. So... She thinks about this for a little bit. Vines come crawling out of the ground and slither up into her hand. And they tighten into this small form. The vines kind of squiggle around a little bit because she's just trying to be like, what the, like, how do you do? I guess I'll just do a lock pick. (laughs) Cause she's just, I don't think you use a lock pick on the ignition of a car. You're right. That's (laughs) true. So that's some of the squiggling. It was like a lock pick form. You say that and she's like, nope, you're absolutely right. And then she, well, I don't think Zen would say that because. Oh, that's true. Well, then she's going to do a lock pick. (laughs) It's fine. It succeeds. You guys succeeded. She can always change the shape as it's like in the ignition. Maybe like feel up the holes. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense if you got in there that they're like ridges and stuff. That's how things work. Yeah, I think that's what she does. So she hands you the key, quote unquote, and is like, try this i've never had to do this before but um yeah go for it 
So Linda sticks it in the ignition and turns and the car roars to life. And she looks at Dahlia and says, well, um, that's honestly a little spooky. Nothing personal. I just don't super like plants. Um, but that's very useful. Thank you so much. No, thank you. I did. I had no idea I could do something like that. So uh, got that in my back pocket. Linda peels out of the parking lot. She's driving way too fast. Without them? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> With them. Presumably they're all in the car. <laughs> yeah, we all pile in. Wow. Zen's been in a car before. Yeah, Rill would be like, oh yeah, Magnolia, have you ever been in a car? No. Oh, it's your first time. Cool. Car? Yeah. What does it do? It transports you. It's like a horse, but metal. I think that's when Linda hits the gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she um she turns on the radio and um it puts on some some pop music and because it's the 80s it all fucking bangs. Yeah. So Thalia directs you all to the outskirts of town, uh to the salt rim as they call it. And I mean nothing's going to stop you. You all could just park wherever. It's kind of like a, a little downtown area. There's a little road that goes down the middle and on either side are buildings, like little shops and not houses, but I guess houses. What, 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 is there a name for those places where it's like a shop on the first floor and then like apartments on the top floor? I think it's just apartments. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. like shops, buildings, apartments, and it all looks a little bit more run down, I guess, than like maybe the rest of Sweetgrass looks, but... Uh, the people there do their best to keep it all maintained and whatnot. Thalia would take you guys to where the kind of like her little ragtag group of misfits lives. It's probably like a, a series of, of houses that they have, how, how do you say, um, obtained? <laughs> ah, squatters. Yes. <laughs> no, obtain. They they are rightful owners, question mark, of these locations. <laughs> uh, that's probably a little bit further down the main road of the of the side of town. You see kids running around and, and playing. You see older kids trying to be cool and smoking on the sidewalk. It's the coolest thing you could do in the 80s. Yeah, smoking <laughs> on the sidewalk. Everyone was doing it. You see a group of kids in the front yard of the of the biggest house. You see two sides, two groups, and they're like facing off against one another. You hear them yelling, and Thalia would saddle up behind you guys like, um, we could kind of use that as a distraction or... I mean, I actually don't entirely know where my brother might be. You know, I don't keep track of him at all times. And the closer we get to the house, the more likely I'm going to be recognized. Well, I suppose maybe one of us could ask around. We're not from here, so folks don't recognize us. Uh, yeah, th I guess that's true. Um, Linda. Linda. Yes. Um, Linda. Yes. Um, and Magnolia, like, makes a come here, come here, come here motion. L Linda comes Linda's here. driving. Yeah, Magnolia like wriggles into the front seat. <laughs> Just like, Linda, Linda. Y yes, Mag Magnolia, I can't really see. Oh, no, no, like between oh, the between I thought the you seats. meant like, like in Linda's yeah, lap like... and I was like, that's... <laughs> no, no, no. Just like, like pokes their head between the front seat and shotgun. Yes, Magnolia. And, like wriggles in between them. Humans are stuck in one shape, right? That's usually right, yes. Okay, good. 
Thank you. Um, hold on. Magnolia, uh, what? you have a lot of questions about humans for someone who's human. Anthropology is a thriving field of study. Oh, I suppose that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just thought, wow, it would be easy if you didn't have to be in that shape, huh? But... I mean, I guess that's true. I, I could just, uh... I mean, what shape do you want her to turn into? <laughs> I think just like a like a friendly scruffy dog. Okay, that's what she turns into. She turns into a a friendly scruffy dog in a big pink hoodie. Oh my god! <laughs> no fair, no fair, no fair, no fair, no fair. <laughs> Do we need to use a, a psychic token for that? Yeah, I I don't think we need to roll for it. I think it just happens because it's okay. not like. But yes, it does take. I'm gonna say it takes a token to use this power. So you're down to four tokens. That's a cute shape you have. Dahlia, you make a very sweet (laughs) puppy dog. Oh, and now no one will know it's you. Even better. Her tail is wagging. (laughs) I guess she also had pants, but she no longer is wearing these pants because she's a dog. (laughs) Shapeshifter rules. (laughs) No fair, no fair. She just looks at you with big puppy dog eyes. (laughs) All right, so we'll just, uh, I guess, drive around. She kind of scrummages in her clothes, and in her mouth, she hands you all a photo. It's a very dexterous dog. <laughs> With in her mouth, it's in her mouth, <laughs> and hands you a photo. It's of her and presumably her brother, who looks a lot like her with dark hair, short dark hair, and is a little bit a little bit taller than she is, uh, and kind of like a lanky looking kid. Hey, Thalia, what's his name? <laughs> Um, she can't talk right now. <laughs> I'm still asking. Oh no, we fucked up. <laughs> she looks at you. Linda does does some quick mental math and says, well, based on the year, I'm going to go ahead and say Joey. <laughs> turn it over. She shakes her head. Yeah, turn it over. <laughs> turn over the photograph. Oh. That's how it always works in movies. In movies, it's always written on the back of the photograph. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you turn over the photograph. Um, and it has a date from a few months ago, and it says Stalia and Sol, S-O-L. Well, I was very wrong, so I'm glad you wrote it on the back. Thanks. <laughs> she would give a thumbs up if she had any thumbs. So as you're driving and you get closer to the house, you see these two groups of youngins are like in a standoff. You see one guy is in his early 20s. He's wearing a bandana. That's 80s wear, right? I wasn't alive in the 80s. I don't know what they wore in the 80s. We know. Bobby wasn't alive in the 80s and has also never seen a single movie. Correct. I don't go outside. I don't watch movies. And I just was not alive in the 80s. I just don't. Are there no animes that take place in the 80s? I'm sure there are anime that take place in the 80s, but I didn't watch them. Are, are there no, um, what are they called? Um, the Karate Bugmen that take place in the, the 80s? The, the common <laughs> Yeah. I actually don't know if there were any because there was kind of a break for a few years, and I don't know if they made any in the 80s. Okay, all common Rider talk is for the bappy cut. Okay, yeah, that's fair. You see Eric and Simon in one of these groups next to the the man in his early 20s. And you see kind of on the other side is... Honestly, I was going to say younger, but no. All these kids are probably around the same age. And at the front of the second group, you see Sol leading one half of the standoff here. And 
I don't know if you all are close enough to like hear what they're talking about. We're yelling about. It's it's not they're not talking and they're not yelling. It's very aggressive discussion. <laughs> okay, so based on the body language, I'm gonna guess that this is a bad situation and that most people looking at it could say this is a bad situation. Yes, they're definitely having some kind of disagreement. Like Soul okay. especially looks very like animated. We should probably break this up, right? I think we should just let it play out. Talk to the kid when when they're all done with this. I think I agree with Linda. These people are important to you, right, Thalia? She looks at you and nods. Then we should stop them from getting hurt. Well, maybe we can break this up without it having to come to to blows or arguments or anything. Does that does that make sense to you, Zan? Magnolia and I do have knives. That's true, you do have knives if we need them. You see, there are also some people in the crowd who also have knives. <laughs> but, I mean, this looks like a volatile situation, and we are kids, right? Like, and we're strangers. They don't have any reason to listen to us, and I'm worried that if we get involved, it's just gonna make things worse. What if we distract them? I'm listening. So, what Linda would like to propose at this point is driving by in her big, fast, noisy car that she has stolen and pulling up and doing one of those cool squealing things where you pull the emergency brake and it kind of slides a little bit, but not like into anyone, just enough. Like drifting? Like a donut? Like, it's more like drifting than a donut. You guys know the, the cool the cool movie car thing. A J-turn. Yes, yes. So not like full on Tokyo Drift, but enough to like make the tires squeal and, and be cool. And that's going to get everyone's attention. And as an added benefit, she's a 19-year-old, so maybe some of the boys will smile at her. Okay. I want to know where Linda learned to drive. <laughs> <laughs> where she where she drives 10 miles below the speed limit in the, in the left lane, but knows how to do a crazy-ass K-turn. Oh, no. Linda drives like a bat out of hell. <laughs> if I said something completely different during Hack the Planet, I'm going to have to have a, a fucking disclaimer before, like, every episode. <laughs> All right, I want to make you roll for this, but I don't know what stat this would be. So it might be grit because it does take balls to do a fancy trick in a car because obviously you don't want to like, you have to like find the balance between risk and reward. But I also kind of want to say charm, but that's, it's more grit than charm, I think. Okay. Why is it more grit than charm? I want to hear your reasoning. Well, because, because you have to sort of, um, you have to take more risk than you might be willing to be comfortable taking to like actually like like do a, a big fast thing and pull the emergency brake at like the exact right minute um and it's kind of risky and, and dangerous um but linda does have a higher charm stat so if you say charm that that's okay with me too <laughs> so the reason i'm thinking charm is because because of the intention of the action which is you're trying to distract them Okay, so it's like a like a social understanding of like this is going to be a big flashy thing. Yeah, that's kind of like how I was viewing it. What is the likelihood that Linda knows how to do this crazy maneuver already? Um, let's go ahead and say not great. So she does know how to drive fast and she knows that if you pull on the emergency brake, it may slide the car. But she does not, I'm not, I'm going to say she has not done this before, but she's seen it in lots of Terminator movies um, <laughs> and other action films. That's right, because Linda loves the Terminator Yeah, Linda loves series. the Terminator. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea if they do this in the Terminator, but she's seen lots of action movies. And so she like has like a vague idea of how it works. Okay, I'm going to set the difficulty to a 12. 
Oh man, fuck me. Okay, so my charm is a d10, so maybe we'll get some explosions here. That would be cool to do an action movie scene because you got explosions. I just like the idea here that Linda was like, maybe we could distract them. And Zen says, I'm listening. And Linda just fucking floors it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I rolled a four. Okay, that's not an explosion. Which is not an explosion. Do you have anything that can help that? I have loyal and protective, but loyal is an adversity token thing. And protective is, I'm, I'm not defending one of my friends, I don't think. So I don't think that counts. Yeah. So you're going to whiff this. Yeah. Tell me how this happens. Like, what is, lead me into this. How, how did you start this off and what part of it went wrong? <laughs> so what happens is that Linda floors it and just comes tearing past them. Sen is screaming. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's some screaming involved. And she goes to pull the emergency brake to do the cool slide, but instead what happens is the car just comes to an incredibly abrupt halt. She has no idea what she's doing. She jerks everybody forwards. Even though it's the 80s, I'm going to go ahead and assume that there's seatbelts so they don't all like die, but it does not look cool at all. Uh, They just come to a fucking halt. Everyone jerks forward and she just goes, hi, boys, and (laughs) smiles with a face full of braces. And there's like hair in her face. And like, it's not cool at all. I'm going to say you guys kind of like drove up on the curb a little bit and are like (laughs) almost a little bit on the front yard, too. So they so you just hear like a bunch of like yelling as people are like you know leaving the lawn to not get hit by this car like you weren't in danger like full-on hitting anyone but people were a little bit afraid um and now these two groups of people have like not dispersed but like kind of blended into one crowd because now everyone is just like looking at you like what the what what is this (laughs) some of the boys do smile at you the older not older but the one in his 20s wearing a bandana exchanges a glance with soul who's still kind of glaring at him but it looks like they've set this argument aside for later this man walks up to you and is just like uh is there uh something i could help you with are you lost or well linda's just made like a like a complete fool of herself so she's trying to figure out how to respond as like normally as possible uh yeah i think my my friend just uh just tried to stop the car too hard yeah, I... Uh, I just got my driver's license, and I'm from out of state, so, you know, stuff happens. Okay, sure. I don't recognize you. You're not from this area. I don't... You said you said you're out of town, from out of town. Um, is there something I could help you find? People don't usually go sightseeing in this area. Why not? Uh, there's not really much to see. I think it looks interesting. Yeah, and we saw all the, the people out here, and we I thought maybe there was some sort of party happening. Yeah. You stack houses on top of each other? Yeah. What? And there's a fight lawn? Wow. You guys are weird. Um. Okay, well, I guess if you don't need any help, then I'm just gonna step away. What's what's happening on the fight lawn today? Um, none of your business. <laughs> oh. Linda turns around to pat Magnolia on the shoulder and is like, that's so rude. I'm just showing interest in people's passions. It's 
nothing for outsiders to concern themselves with. If you need help with your car, some of my boys can help you with that. But if not, I'm gonna head out. Oh, I think we do need car help, though. Linda, do we need car help? Oh, you know, you're right. We need so much car help. I bought this used because... You know, journalism isn't a lot of money, and um, maybe my brake pads went bad, and that's what happened. Do you have any cute friends who are maybe like 19 to 20 who could um, take a little look at the brake pads for me? Okay, that's really specific. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we I have think a... my older brother said brake pads once. Okay, yeah, you can head into the driveway there, into the garage. I'll send some guys out to take a look at your your car here. Wow, you're really nice. Thanks. Thank you so much. You're a lifesaver. Sure. He's just looking at you like this is just weird because you guys just came out of nowhere and almost like ran over a bunch of his friends and now you're talking about brake pads or whatever. But he'll, yeah, if you guys drive in the driveway, he'll send over some, some folks to look over your car. So I guess we do that. Okay. What do you guys do like, do you just wait in the car, or, like, do you... Zen's gonna hop out. Magnolia gets out of the car, and unless some... Well, no, probably, like, sits on the trunk of the car, legs, leggies crossed underneath them, and pulls just, like, a massive book out of their uh, backpack and starts reading. Uh, Magnolia, do you want to stay here and watch the car, or do you think we should go around and um, chat with some folks? Either is fine. Oh, let's, let's meet people! And Magnolia shoves the book back and just... Hops off. Yes, 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 yes. Thalia has the photo in her mouth and kind of like paws at your at y'all's legs and just like holds the photo at you guys and is just like, huh, huh. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we'll uh, leave these guys to the car stuff and. Thank you so much for taking care of the car stuff. Thanks for taking a look at my brakes, boys. Oh, one of the guys winks at you, Linda. Linda loves it. She's really enjoying being temporarily 19. <laughs> he flexes his muscles a little bit. Yeah, so y'all are free to wander around or do whatever. Uh, the crowd that was on the lawn has dispersed. Um, you don't see Sol anymore. And the guy you were talking to earlier is also no longer present on the lawn. There were just a bunch of kids and early 20-year-olds just dispersed and doing their own thing. Smoking cigarettes, eating, what's that? Bubble gum? Bu- bubble yum? <laughs> bubble tape? I do think bubble tape's from the 80s. Okay, there you go. They're smoking cigarettes and eating bubble tape. Ew, don't eat. <laughs> I know someone who eats bubble tape. Oh, it's heinous. Are they okay? <laughs> no. Is it you? No. No. <laughs> Worse. It's worse. worse than me. So, okay. Oh, did you take an adversity token for beefing it? Oh, no. I'm taking one right now. Okay. I also have, uh, next to my adversity tokens, I have a list of things. I'm not sure if they're from the 80s or not. And so I'm going to look them up later. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. I have an adversity token now. So what do you all do? I think we just wander. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, do you like go into the house? Do you walk around asking people where soul is or what do you all do i think we'll start with just like a walk around the house and keeping an eye out for him you know visually okay 
Do you go like into the house proper? Because Dolly might actually lead you into the house. Oh. <laughs> well, if she leads us into the house, we'll follow the dog. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, then that's what she does. She actually will lead you into the house. There's probably no one in the house proper at the moment. Everyone's outside. She leads you like up the stairs where this is a pretty big house. There's a lot of people who live here. And she leads you into the hallway um, where she heads to the end and stops uh, on the furthest door on the right. The door is cracked open slightly, but she just sits there and looks expectantly at you all. You hear loud music playing (laughs) from the bedroom. Is it good music? Yes, maybe. It's like rock music, probably, like punk rock music. So, um, I think Linda's gonna gonna knock on the... Well, I guess the door's ajar, so I guess she's gonna knock on the doorframe and say, Hello! Uh, you hear a a voice of a of a teenager, and he goes, "Derek, get the f- wait. Who, who are you?" And he sits up on his bed and kind of looks at you all through the crack in the door. So Zen will push the door open, and you're the crazy girls that ran up onto our lawn. That's right. Hey. Zen will push the door open and like push her way into the bedroom and just kind of like take up space in there. Uh, hi. Can I help you? Yeah. Are you are you soul? Who's asking? Uh, well, she's just being polite. We actually know your soul. Okay. Why what? <laughs> Why are you here? We're friends of your sisters. She wanted us to come talk to you. You, you know where Thalia is? Yeah. Where is she? Tell her she needs to come back home like right now and stop running away or whatever it is she's doing we can absolutely pass that message on but in the meantime she told us that she's very worried about you and that uh she knows some people who are going to handle the the whitaker situation and so perhaps it would be better if the two of you left town safe and sound and just kind of lied low for a while it'll only take 30 years or so no, she's not going to drag me into this whole thing where she's just shirking her responsibility. Like, one of us is going to stay here, and one of us is going to fight against that asshole. And if it has to be me, then it's it's going to be me, you know? Why is this her responsibility? Why is this your responsibility? Yeah. Because everyone here looks to us. They, they look up to her. She can't just leave. She's, she's the only one who can do anything. I mean this as encouragingly as possible, but I'm not sure that either of you can do anything about it. This is kind of a messy situation, and it's very weighted against you. What do you all know? You're not even from here. We're journalists. We're from Ohio. Okay. And so it's our job to know things, and we've looked into this, and I wouldn't want to be involved in this situation. And did you see how I drive? You say you know about the situation, so you know that the mayor has been, like, kidnapping people and... And using that to secure power? Yes. Okay, so why don't you do something about it? Because if the mayor catches us, we're either going to be spirited away, or we're going to go to prison forever and ever and ever. Okay, well, I don't care if either of those happen to me, so I'm staying here and I'm fighting. 
She cares if those things happen to you. She cares a lot if those things happen to you. So Zen steps forward and like sits down on the bed with this kid. And it's just like, okay, so you're going to fight. What's your plan? He just looks at you just like... You have a plan, right? Or is it just... Yes. Yes, we have a plan. I just don't know if I can trust you people. I mean, we're already here, so... I guess. Well, fine. You can tell Thalia where, whenever you go back to where she's hiding that a group of us are going to the mayor's house tonight. We're going to sneak in and we're just going to wreck his shit. Oh, that, that, that's it? That's the, the grand plan that's going to fix everything? That's going to... Yeah. What, oh, okay. What, what oh. else? He, what, do, you have, do you have a better idea? All right. Don't take this the wrong way. You're young. So are you. How old are you? I don't know. Doesn't matter. What? Listen, you can't just run up there with a nebulous plan of wreck his shit. Like, this guy is more powerful than than you, certainly. You don't want to mess with him. And I'm not... I don't like the guy. I'm agreeing with Zen on this, though. Don't... You need to go into this, like, like prepared. And it doesn't really sound like you're prepared. You don't you don't have the resources. You don't have the you don't have the manpower. Everything that you would need to pull something like this off, you don't have and frankly you're not going to get here. Look, we have been stockpiling uh gasoline. We've been stockpiling uh weapons. We're we're just going to burn his house down. We're going to burn down that stupid tree of his and that's it. Whatever. Whatever happens after that happens, it doesn't matter because he's going to be dead. And then what? And then he stops taking people. He stops sacrificing people. Maybe for once we'll have uh, a, an actual legitimately elected mayor. I don't fucking care. You won't. Your friends won't. What do you think's going to happen to you? I'm going to make it out alive because I have to help lead these people lead them where to prison if we get caught sure wait wait i don't understand you think you're gonna survive just because you're the leader no but i'll find a way to survive we always find a way to survive oh no oh baby no leaders die all the time all the time One minute you're standing in front of a whole army of people, and the next minute there's an arrow in your throat and you're on the ground bleeding out. Leaders die all the time. Magnolia has trauma. (laughs) (laughs) The trauma archives. (laughs) No, people die all the time. All kinds of people. Whether or not they think they're in charge. Yeah, your time and your effort is better spent protecting your own keeping them from whatever's happening here and that's what your sister's trying to do for you. And Thalia's gonna be so sad if you die! Thalia might actually pat over as a dog and just like <laughs> look at him and he's just gonna squint at the dog and be like is that is that my sister? Well, if it was your sister then you'd care about it, right? And you'd do what she's asking you? I mean, I'd care but that's okay that's my sister why why are you here what why are why did you run away 
And I guess she could turn it back into a human to respond to that. And she's... Hopefully this oversized hoodie is oversized enough. And Her pants are back. Yeah, Her pants are grew back in? Okay, okay. It, it, this is a PG-13 podcast. We cannot have nudity on here. It is not <laughs> a PG-13 podcast. <laughs> so she'd sit down and she'd be like, um, everything these people said is true. They're kind of weird, but they're pretty smart and wise and all that stuff. Um, I'm you're gonna be an uncle in uh, in like nine months and that's why I've been trying to leave because I know you and Derek have been butting heads and you all have been raring to go to do something at at the mayor's and I I just need to make sure that you and and the baby are are safe that's what I care the most about. And Sol would just be like, he's just like pressing his lips together. He's just looking at you all. And he's looking at Thalia. And he's just like, but what about the people here? So that raises a question, actually. The other group, the folk you were squaring off against, what's their aim? <sighs> soul kind of size and it's just like so there's me there's me and my group and then there's Derek who's he kind of like narrows his eyes and looks over at Thalia who's just kind of like avoiding eye contact with him Derek who's decided to take Thalia's place while she's missing and he wants to try to, I guess, work with the mayor, figure something out, make peace or something. Oh, no, that won't work. I don't know what he wants. It's just... He, he shouldn't even be the leader. Just because you and him were... He just cuts himself off and he like looks to the side and he looks almost like pouty about it. <laughs> but you should be the leader because you're her brother. Uh, I'm more qualified than he is. What, is. what does that mean? What do you know about qualified? What do any of you know about any of this? I mean, why? Derek doesn't know shit. He's just some asshole guy that you went up and date, and apparently he's... I, does he know about this? And Thali is just like... Just like looking around like, huh? Hmm? Um, no, 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 no. He doesn't know. Please stop yelling. <laughs> and he's just like... <laughs> so, um, I think at this point, Linda is debating giving them more information about what they actually know from the future to try and help. Like, I know she can't explicitly tell them it's the future, but I'm hoping that she can kind of dance around it and do a like... Like, listen, this is not going to work. This guy's going to be in power for a long time and protecting yourself and getting out of town is very worthwhile. You can help later. Someone needs to still be there to rebuild the town. Okay, so what do you say? Do you want me to roll or do you want me to just talk it out? What is your intention slash aim? I mean, really just to convince him. Convince him? Yeah, okay, then I would say do a charm. This is probably a pretty high difficulty check. 
I'm gonna say a 15. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Because he's very loyal to the people here and his his town. And he's 16 and he's stubborn and clearly a bit of a hothead. So he thinks he can do something here and he doesn't want to leave. All right. I rolled a five. Uh, did you roll another five? Yep. <laughs> Smack oh, dab no. in the middle, baby. I guess what Linda's going to do is do what I said, but I'm going to just go ahead and assume that she's not very convincing. So she's going to look at him and say, listen, I, I know you don't know me that well, and I cannot elaborate on this, but believe me when I say, even if you get into the mansion, and even if you manage to start a fire, it's not going to work. And he's going to keep being mayor for an embarrassingly long time. Okay, but you can't, you don't know that. That's just, you're just making assumptions because, uh, I mean, what do you, who are you people? You're from Ohio? How do you even know? Look, you know how your sister, you know, can do things that aren't quite normal? Yeah. Well, there's stuff about us that likewise isn't quite normal. Okay. Except for Magnolia. Yeah, yeah Magnolia is very normal. <laughs> Zen says that without irony. Okay, and do you want to help us? That's what we're trying to do. Help us burn down the mayor's house? Mm. No. I really think that you're better off leaving, and you'll be here to lead these people and help them pick up the pieces instead of leading them into danger. Look, someone is coming eventually, maybe soon. Someone's coming to this town who's going to help people like you. But you need to make sure that there still are people like you. I mean, do you want to try to roll a, a charm, Zen? Sure. <laughs> I think that's a D4 for me. No, no, it's a D6. It's a D6. You could, ex yeah, you could explode like three times, yeah. maybe. We'll see. All right. It's DC 15. Yeah. I rolled a five. Okay. Damn. <laughs> so he looks at you all. He's considering your words he's not he, he is taking them in he is considering them but then he just shakes his head he looks at Thalia and he's like I understand that if you want to leave now I get that but you know that I can't and she would be like well what what can I do to convince you otherwise um so um, hey. Hi. I have something to say. Okay. Magnolia's gonna look him dead in the eyes. Alright. Fight me. What? You're strong enough to be the leader, right? Fight me. Why would I fight you? You're just, you're, you're just... You're strong enough, right? Fight sure. me. Sure. I, why do I have to fight you? <laughs> Magnolia's gonna stab him right in the liver. Would I, 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 wouldn't I fight Derek instead? <laughs> if I win, you're not strong enough to do this. If you can't beat me. Okay. If you win, I guess you are. Dolly's just like looking back and forth between you two with like wide eyes like, mm, I don't know about this. And Derek, and not Derek. I kicked that guy Eric really hard in the kneecap. You did, you did. And Sol is just looking at you like, who are these people? So he'd be like... Okay, I... Sure. I mean, if it'll... <laughs> I can make a crit roll if you're not certain, but... <laughs> He's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll fight you. Yes. 
okay, yeah, if, if I fight you and I win, then you'll get off my ass and you'll help my sister get out of town. But I need to stay and I'm going to fight and you're not going to get on my ass about if I beat you. I think we can respect that. Linda's got her hands, uh, her fingers crossed behind her back just in case, but she's going to try. <laughs> Linda, that's lying. And that would make Linda a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess Sol would take you to the fight lawn. To the fight lawn? To the fight lawn. Um, Thalia will turn back into a dog because, and I won't take a psychic energy for that. I'll just say that's part of the token from before because she can't walk out as a human she would get dog piled i will say yeah i guess soul he is also dressed like a cool punk rocker with his denim vest and he shrugs it off everyone here is just wearing denim vests and ripped up jeans <laughs> and Hell occasionally yeah. bandanas yeah some people have sunglasses on cheer me on okay Zen? i believe in you magnolia yay kick his ass so Soul has a D12 in fight. Same. <laughs> okay, great. Perfect. It's pretty much a straight roll. Yeah, so he squares off. His hands are kind of like flexed. And he's like baring his teeth at you, which look a lot like fangs. His eyes are also like a really stark, like golden color. What's Magnolia look like pre-fight? Absolutely grinning. <laughs> They're a shonen protagonist. There's a deep chaotic streak in Magnolia. They look pretty uncertain because this is a body they're not familiar with, but they're gonna do it. Okay. They're gonna do this. Okay. So I'm gonna count. I'm gonna count three, two, one. We'll both roll on one and then we'll let each other know the results. Okay. Three, two, one. Go! That's a chuckle. What'd you get? Six. I got a one. Ah. <laughs> okay, so there is... Okay. Narrator voice. He was not strong enough. <laughs> uh, I guess you're the attacker because you instigated the fight. So attacker's role is greater by four to six. Narrative control. The attacker explains their attack and the defender explains how they respond. The attacker then explains how this barely mitigates this harm. Okay. It says the effect the defender is fairly hurt, but like you guys aren't fighting to death. You guys are just like I'm not fighting to hurt him. I'm fighting to make a point. Yeah, but yeah, you can completely kick his ass and just describe to me how do you kick his ass? Uh, Magnolia rushes him, like lowers their shoulders and charges straight into his midsection. Soul lowers himself a little bit to kind of like take the brunt of this tackle, and you're you're kind of like are you like scrawny looking? Like what yeah. do you look? Okay, Scrawn a very skinny little kid. Yeah, so he does not expect the force behind the scrawny little body, and you you just completely, like, knock the wind out of him. A sweep of the leg takes him to the ground. <laughs> he tries to, like, get up to his feet, but he is just, like, completely winded. He's just, like, wheezing. He's just, like, looking up at you with a dazed look in his eyes, and he's just like, what? Hey, Solo. Don't tell anybody this. And Magnolia, like, pins and sits down on him. Ugh. I'm a dragon and my parents are gods. What? Mm-hmm. It's true. He just looks at you and is just like... Don't tell anybody, though. It's a secret. Ugh. 
he just like puts a hand to his eyes and just like drags his hand down his face and is just like, okay, you win, I guess. What is it you wanted me to do? I just wanted to show you that you're not invincible. I need you to understand that you're not invincible. And that Thalia is going to be heartbroken if something happens to you. And something can happen to you. And it will happen to you if you're not so careful with your life. I thought maybe if I showed you that you weren't the strongest, you would understand. But you get that I, I can't leave my people behind, right? Because you love them. Yeah. I know. They're my family. Thalia loves them too. This isn't easy for her, and you're not being fair. Linda's gonna gonna poke her head over and say, Well, um, sorry, not to interrupt, but, um, is there any chance we could get everyone to leave? Maybe a bunch of us can leave town, and everyone can lie low for a little while, and, uh, see, see what happens. There's gotta be someone else who's tired of the mayor. We could try. There, there are some people who are pretty rooted to the town. You know, family businesses and all. Maybe some of the Younger kids, especially the orphans, they might not mind. Well, maybe the best thing you can do for everyone is protect them. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do. If this goes bad, they're not just going to go after you. They're going to go after everybody, right? Yeah, I, I guess it's definitely a possibility. And sure, some people are going to start with you because you're the leader. And you're okay with that. But this mayor guy sounds like a real jerk. And he sounds like he would start with the kids. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, he, he has been. So, let's chat for a second. Okay. Sam, did you see how cool I was? It was very cool, Magnolia. You're a little, you're a little feral. I wasn't really expecting that. <laughs> Is Magnolia still sitting on Soul? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. So Zen kind of steps forward and like pulls Magnolia off of Soul, offers the kid a hand and helps him back up to his feet. Mm-hmm. And she's going to say to him, look, I can sympathize with the position you're in. I've been in a situation kind of like it myself. Back in Ohio. <laughs> there were people who were who said they counted on me, who wanted me to, to do things. And I've realized now I wasn't ready to do those things then. Sometimes you're just not ready. And sometimes you need to take a step back and grow up a little bit first so that you can make yourself ready. If you go in before you're ready, you're just going to make everything worse than it already is, and you don't want that. And I didn't want that. You, what you need to do now is you need to protect your family, you need to protect who you can. You're not ready to go on the offensive. He just takes a few moments to take your words to heart. He definitely looks a little conflicted because he's a scrappy little teenager, but the meaning of everyone's words kind of eventually sink in it probably helps that magnolia kicked his ass and he just gives a small nod okay yeah i see what you're saying magnolia is gonna give thalia dog a big hug thalia dog is having a time of her life her tail is just wagging like crazy okay so what's the plan what we're just gonna do like a mass exodus or something or how often does he take people I mean, he's been doing it more and more. Like, it used to be every few years, and now it's, like, every year. And lately, it's been, like, every few months. So how much time do you have? There's the big festival in town right now. That's usually when something happens. There's a lot of outsiders and tourists and stuff. 
so probably a few days. Big festival also means big distraction. Y'all can slip out of here probably without being noticed. He nods. Linda, Linda. Yes, Magnolia. Linda, Linda. Does this world have lots of cities that people don't live in in it? Uh, no, it's pretty much all cities that people do live in. Darn. <laughs> There's maybe some people don't live in, but uh, they're they're not in good shape. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I don't have a plan. Well, I guess step one is make sure we have enough transportation for everyone. Uh, well, I guess actually step one is figure out who everyone is, and then the transportation. As for where everyone will go, I admit I don't have a good plan right now. Thalia, pause at your leg to kind of like draw attention to her. She can't speak right now, but it seems like maybe she has an idea or a plan that you can discuss later. Soul would be like, yeah, I guess I can talk to people and, and pitch the idea to them. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Just give me like a, a day, a day and a half. I, I got to get the word out. And then if you can figure out the transportation or where we're going, that would be super helpful. Just start packing. We'll handle the rest. And that's where we'll pick up next time here on the Eternity Archives. The Eternity Archives is hosted, produced, and edited by Dorka, Bappy, and Ziva. Find us on Twitter at, at @thearchivespod or online at theeternityarchives.com. Our intro music is Paint the Sky by Hans Adam, and sound effects are obtained from zapsplat.com. Check out our show notes for more information and some helpful resources. Consider supporting us by telling your friends about us, or leave us a tip at our Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash theeternityarchives. Subscribe to our Ko-fi for all sorts of exclusive bonuses, behind-the-scenes content, and other fun surprises. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Proud member of the Rainbow Roll Network. Rainbow Roll. Our Our stories, our our voices. voices.